Welcome, Warriors, to MDC. In this series, I'm examining every single goddamn page of the Secrets of Shadowloo supplement for the Street Fighter storytelling game, intent on uncovering the single biggest secret on each page. Every episode covers one page, every episode is short. Secrets of Shadowloo was published in 1994 by White Wolf Game Studio. Today we're discussing page 32 of Secrets of Shadowloo. We're in the Warriors of Shadowloo section, discussing the members of the Harbingers, a team of rookie and or loser street fighters employed by Shadowloo. Yesterday we talked about Blade, who is a rookie and a loser, and today we're moving on to Leander, who has done nothing wrong. Leander has done nothing wrong. First of all, and not to bias you, right, as I begin to launch into this, but go to the Instagram, look at this beautiful man. For those of you who cannot immediately go to Instagram, I'll describe him. He doesn't really have any one thing to draw your eye the way that Blade had that shitty snake tattoo. So let me just go from top to bottom. Hair, brown, full, blowing in the breeze. Face, classically handsome. Little eyes that are just lines. That's this art style, but it reminds me of Captain Marvel a little bit. I can dig it. Thick neck, he's a wrestler. Immensely broad shoulders. Huge arms. Purple bike shorts. I'm not going to go on the record verbally describing Leander's package except to say it's right there. Thick, muscular thighs, big old calves, purple boots, orange laces. Complimentary color on the laces. It's a nice touch. That's for us, the viewing audience. So, okay, he's strapping, he's handsome, clearly works really hard on his physique, all that stuff. But don't let that bias you as we start talking about his background. Just listen to the evidence. Quote, Leander, or Lion Man, as his name means in Greek, was born to a poor fishing family in Greece. He grew up working for his father and wrestling with his co-workers for fun. He never thought of himself as being particularly gifted, but an old teacher, Erastus, saw him wrestling one afternoon and thought he had potential. Erastus taught Leander many of the finer tricks and put him on an intensive daily workout regimen. By the time Leander reached the age of 22, he was ready to represent his native country in the Olympics. So this is a classic rags-to-riches story. He was but a poor fisher boy, young, callow, but buff and talented, wrestling with the other fishermen for fun, as you do. An older wrestler sees him, sees potential, trains him, and he goes all the way to the Olympics. An amazing success story. We could end the movie there, but we're only on paragraph one. Leander wins a silver medal, but he didn't rest on his laurels. If Blade had won a silver medal in anything, he would wear it around his neck, go to bars, try to use it to get laid, and complain bitterly to other men when it didn't work out. That's what Blade would do with the silver medal, not Leander. Leander won a silver, and he thought, I haven't reached my potential, I can do better. So while he's setting his sights on a gold medal, quote, it was then that Fernando de Gaulle, a manager and talent scout for Chateau, contacted Leander and gave him some opportunities to train in a venue that would give him the edge in the next Olympics. He also said that the team paid quite handsomely and that Leander's family wouldn't have to go hungry anymore. Leander readily accepted. Now get this, get ready to hate Erastus. You know nothing about him, get ready to despise him. Quote, Leander's decision disappointed his mentor, Erastus, who accused Leander of taking the easy path. Fuck you, you washed up piece of shit. Take this kid all the way to the Olympics. He wins the silver, now he wants the gold. He's approached by a, by a big name, by a manager. It's a dream scenario. Hey, why don't you come work out in our facilities? We'd love for you to win this gold medal. We're going to help you with the training and everything. And, and, your Olympic dream does not have to come at the expense of your family. We're going to give your family money so you don't have to worry about their well-being. And then, Leander, no doubt, with stars in his beautiful eyes, goes to tell Erastus, hey, I was discovered. There, there's a big group that wants to sponsor me in the Olympics and they gave me facilities. My family can afford to eat at last. And Erastus is like, oh, I'm so disappointed in you, taking the easy way out. Yeah, but no shit. It's easier to concentrate on wrestling when your family isn't fucking starving. Now the author presumes 
to judge Leander. Quote, Leander, however, was deaf to Erastus's warnings. He sees only money for his family and a renewed opportunity for the gold medal in another four years. Hmm. Hmm. How far you have fallen, Leander. Once you were but a poor fisher boy who dreamed of wrestling. And now all you can think about is feeding your poor family and getting better at wrestling. What the fuck happened to you, Leander? It's almost like you worked hard and succeeded. Now, does Chatelou intend to double-cross Leander? Yes, it says Chatelou does not intend to allow Leander to compete in the Olympics. Leander doesn't know that. He's with them specifically because they're going to let him compete in the Olympics. And if Erastus knew anything about Chatelou, he could clue Leander into this. But Erastus doesn't know anything. Because if he were anything but an old creep, he wouldn't be watching young fisher boys wrestle each other at the docks. Other trivia about Leander, you might want to know just because he's a cool guy. Leander uh, uses a style called wrestling. Just wrestling which is not in the core book or in this book. It's a new style. It says here that it combines elements of Native American wrestling and Sanbo. Now, I don't know exactly what the wrestling style entails. It doesn't have a write-up. But keep in mind, his mentor is not Shadaloo. Leander's mentor is Erastus. Erastus, I guess, taught him everything he knows about wrestling. Let's take a look at Leander's moves, his special maneuvers that he learned from Erastus that brought him to the silver medal, but not the gold. He knows punches. He knows how to block strikes. He knows how to headbutt. These are all things for the uninitiated that you don't do in amateur wrestling. You're not going to win a gold medal in wrestling headbutting people at the Olympics. He knows two other special moves in addition to the headbutt. The bear hug, which I could not really opine about with confidence. I know that you don't hear a lot of wrestling matches being decided by bear hugs. I haven't seen any gifs of collegiate wrestlers just squeezing each other in an ursine embrace. But but maybe it's legal. I don't know. I'm not an expert on this. And his third and final move is the backbreaker, where you lift somebody up and drop them across your fucking knee. I'm pretty sure you're not allowed to do that in amateur wrestling. I don't think you're allowed to break backs across your knee. So, what the fuck was Erastus doing all this time? What was he teaching this poor kid? The only move he has that you could really use in a wrestling match is his generic grab ability, which anyone who has any dots in the grab technique can use. So, of course, this kid only won the silver. Despite his amazing genetics, despite his extremely V-shaped upper body, he only won the silver because Erastus didn't teach him to fucking wrestle. Now, Shadowloo wants to teach him, and Erastus is pissed. I don't think Erastus knows how to wrestle. I don't think he really used to be a wrestler. I think he's an old perv who likes to watch other men wrestle, and I think he used to be a young perv who likes to watch other men wrestle. I think Leander is an innocent and virile lion man who deserves a whole lot better than this, and he may yet get it. He may yet get it. He has something going for him. He's not like Blade, who's never done anything in his life but kill things and cozy up to lowlifes. This guy's an Olympic athlete. He's a silver medal winning Olympic athlete. Now, granted, Shadaloo is, is feeding his family right now, but he's got other career options. I mean, he could go into legit street fighting. I guess Shadaloo could kidnap his family, but no more easily than they could kidnap any street fighter's family. Leander's done nothing wrong, and I don't think he's made himself particularly vulnerable to Shadaloo. He may slip the trap here, such as it is. I mean, he's barely trapped at all. That's the secret of Shadaloo on this page. Shadaloo goes to great pains, institutionally, to be evil. They play murder videos at their executive meetings. They have their own evil religion backstabbing within the organization is not only permitted, but encouraged. I mean, they preferentially hire evil scientists. This is an aggressive program of evil hiring, because that's the culture and image that the company wants. But the secret is, when it comes to the lower levels of a vast organization like this, you know, people have jobs that they have to do. People who are in the street fighting field need to put together winning street fighter teams. People who need to recruit athletes have to offer them something to make them join up. People who need to build professional networks have to be nice to people to build those networks, and they have the resources of Shadowloo behind them. So the secret is, when you're a young athlete, sometimes 
Chatelou, much to Bison's chagrin, no doubt, is actually doing a lot of good in the world. Leander has gotten his start in street fighting. He hasn't had to worry about his family eating while he's been doing this intensive training. He's made professional connections, and he's probably going to leave Chatelou and be just fine. I mean, he's got player character written all over him. This is the backstory of a PC who, okay, sure, he may need to, like, rescue his little sister from Chatelou, like every player character, but he's basically going to be happy and successful because of the gift that Chatelou gave him. No doubt Chatelou is an evil organization in many ways, but it is also, despite the best efforts of management, a responsible and productive citizen of the street fighting community, and Leander, frankly, should be grateful that they rescued him from that creep Erastus. So anyway, Leander, I, I absolve him of responsibility. He is a perfect cupcake in this batch of rotten muffins. But next time, it's back to the muffins. Join me then for Lotus Blossom on MDC. This has been MDC. New episodes drop every day except for Sundays, when all the previous week's episodes drop in one big megasode on the top-secret Patreon-only RSS feed. If you'd like to get access to that RSS feed and support the show, go to patreon.com slash megadumbcast. Contact or check out the show wherever you want. I am Megadumbcast on Twitter, Instagram, Gmail, Podbean, your favorite podcatcher, etc., etc. Street Fighter and all associated trademarks are property of Capcom. This season's theme music, used under a Creative Commons license, is City Lights at Night by Revolution Void, whose work you can find at sites.google.com slash view slash Revolution Void, or at freemusicarchive.org slash music slash revolution underscore void. Thanks for listening. Now get lost. You can't compare with my power.